Welcome to Cat Chat. Welcome to Cat Chat, Catalonia Today magazine's podcast. Catalonia Today is a monthly magazine in English, part of the El Pont Abui media group in Catalonia. And this podcast, we used to do it every month. Now it's become an occasional podcast, but we're glad to be back. With me today is, well, the same people who were with me last time. All three of us are back. We like the uh, we the three cicler or something. <laughs> the three cicler of the new channels in in English. Hits. Yeah, yeah. Marcella we Toporti. We haven't moved since the last time. Yeah, that's right. We should have just recorded eighteen and just put them out at different times. <laughs> just invent the stuff. Marcella Toporti, editor of the magazine. Hello, Marcella. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. Not bad. Thanks. I'm Mikel Berger, who's the chief editor of the magazine. Mm-hmm. Mikel, how are you doing? Good to see you. And me, Neil Stokes, your host. So let's get stuck in. We're going to talk about the October issue of Catalonia Today magazine, which is available right now. You can uh, maybe look online at cataloniatoday.cat and you can uh, get a subscription there, look in your local kiosk, etc. And we'll also look ahead to the next issue of the magazine in November. There's a couple of interesting things before we leave we'll mention. Mikel, any adventures on your way up here today? We're in Girona, by the way. Any? Uh, uh, I was already in Girona. I, I, oh, you were already here. You want to know about my private life? No. I, I, I slept in, in, in Girona. Well, that sounds, yeah. that sounds very no. secret. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no trains involved, no, no, no motorways. So we need to say where we slept, uh, all of us? No, today? I don't think so. No, no, no. <laughs> because I, I also yeah, slept yeah. in Girona, if that <laughs> interests anyone. We, we all slept in Girona. Not me, no. I slept in Penedes, <laughs> but um, I've just gotten a, I, I had a terrible time this morning. That's, that's all uh, just because of the, the rain. It was raining like mad when I woke up, and I only had the motorbike to get to the train station to get the train. An Englishman finding something wrong with the rain? With I the mean, rain, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that? I, no, but it is, it is amazing. It's like it never stops raining in this country. That's yeah. not why I came here. <laughs> so I got absolutely drenched on the way down to really? the station, but I knew I would. So in the box in my motorbike, I took a spare set of clothes. But the interesting thing was I had to get changed in the uh, middle of the train station. So I was there in bare feet changing my shoes and socks and everyone was looking at me very strangely. But I was dry (laughs) because I didn't want to spend the day, like now, for example, sitting here with wet shoes. Uh, That's the worst thing in the world. You look Mm -hmm. impressive to me right now. (laughs) That's not not an adjective (laughs) I hear used about me very often. Anyway, let's let's get into it. No, no, but I just want to say something about the the rain. and, And I don't understand why people complain so much when it rains in this country. It's a blessing. The rain is a blessing. I, I feel so I mean, it's a big issue. I don't really get it. Yesterday, I, I took a, a taxi in Barcelona, and the, um, the taxi driver, who was a very sensible man, mm-hmm. said that, um, I mean, and we kind of agreed with the fact that if it rains, just a few drops in Barcelona, uh, everything gets chaos. crazy. It's a complete chaos. You take a taxi, which will... Uh, last like I double the time, you know, and and everybody's like um, in a bad mood, and everybody's complaining and Neurotic. moaning. It's, it's like because of your drops of rain. Drops I mean, of it's really, really in, in uh, for me kind of. Um, and yeah. then if it doesn't rain, they complain because it doesn't yeah. rain and everything is dry and they whatever. No, so. Um, I think there's a big issue in this but country it, it, you know, it's with the weather. So, no? it's, it's a phenomenon to watch, actually. A few drops in Barcelona, and you can see what it means, the, the expression collective neurosis. You know, suddenly mothers or uh, fathers, you know, 
go running in the streets trying to take like, umbrellas to their I mean, I imagine somebody else who's not from here just yeah, watching think, what, all these people. What's, what happened? <laughs> like a yeah, national an tragedy or something? An earthquake or something? <laughs> a terrorist attack? No, it attack. just rained. No, it's just raining. Mm. Yeah, well, it depends where you live, as, as you said. I suppose in the city it's, it's not too much of a problem, is it? But when I live in the countryside, the big problem I get is the mud then... My patio, there are like about 12 pairs of shoes, all covered, caked in mud. My shoes, the kids' mm. shoes, etc. And now they just have to be cleaned. So you clean them, which takes ages. And then, of course, you go out and then they're covered in mud again. And every and then mm. you're walking mud into the house. And it's just for days and days. It takes ages to dry. Uh, what about so. Wellington boots? Well, yeah, we've got those. Yeah, uh, I haven't got a pair. I should get a pair, actually. But my kids have got them. Yeah. Can you ever visit you in that hut in the forest where like, you seem yeah, to live? Yeah, it's like a, it is a hut. Yeah, I made it myself <laughs> out of sticks and leaves and stuff. No, but that's that's the big reason why I complain about it anyway. Because I know that if it rains one day, I've got a week of... of mud because taking the dog out and things like come this and oh, I mean terrible. I can't stand an Englishman complaining like that about the rain I mean come on yeah yeah it's you've become, well, he, you've become not, a Catalan but that's the problem noticed. he's exactly he's yeah. not English anymore he's no, from El Panavés yeah a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit I mean I, I love the Neil come yeah. on I don't know I don't know I'm not the man I was Michael it's the problem I know. yeah yeah anyway <laughs> let's, let's move on so uh this issue of the magazine out at the moment the October issue it's all about culture we, we often do that because that's a good time with all the new seasons in the galleries, the new seasons in the theatre, there's a Temporada Alta Festival, all these things happen in the autumn time, so we took the opportunity to uh, have a look at that in some depth, which is the main thing. Marcella, what else have we got in the October magazine this month? Yes, um, uh, you just mentioned Temporada Alta. I think that's, for me at least, it's uh, the um, event uh, this autumn. In, uh, and I'm not just talking about Girona, I mean uh, the whole of Catalonia, no? It's, uh, but they started it's doing it in different places in Catalonia now, haven't they, in recent years? No, yes, I think. exactly. Well, it's, it's expanding. Mm-hmm. Catalonian with important echoes in, in the rest of Spain, in the theatre mm. world. Uh, it's an international... But I've got a question, because you two have got very strong links with, with Girona, mm. uh, more than me. Um, the, the, the Temporada Alta thing, I know the importance that, that it mm. gets, and uh, I mean, I'm not a big theatre goer, so I don't really know the that world. Mm-hmm. Is it is it exaggerated because of the Girona connection? And then, if it was somebody in Tarragona or Barcelona, they wouldn't be so bothered, or is it genuinely that bigger thing? No, no it's not. I don't mm. think it's exaggerated. No, but it has it has some very uh, uh, there is a very special feature about about the way Temporada Alta has developed. And uh, something that is special about that festival, and it has to do with uh, the, the the locality. Whether it's Girona, that doesn't matter. But it's 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 uh, the, the the roots in a, in a local environment. If you take, for example, the Avignon Festival, which is a, a even bigger event than Temporada Alta with a great tradition in France. Now, the Avignon Festival is absolutely organized, planned, and everything from. Paris headquarters somewhere, and then they use Avignon as a kind of uh, in, a, in, a, in a play, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the setting, the, the, setting, scenery, the, the scenery, you know, stage. And the backdrop of mm-hmm. what they have been planning in Paris. Now, the Temporada Alta is absolutely the other way around. Mm. It's, it's like creating uh, a loyalty and interest around your local community and growing and growing and being of more and more appeal uh, to um, other parts. And right. This is a very special thing. The that, focus is different. That, yeah. I mean, all all the tickets in Temporada Alta, uh, 80% 
are sold in in the area and yet but i mean critics people who are really uh, you know interested in in theater and then they come from all over the place that's another thing yeah but it's you know rooted mm. locally and yet it's absolutely international in its outlook and mm. the, the they have a lot of international acts and performers coming, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, um, I totally agree. Well, you mentioned Avignon, but Avignon, I think it lasts, what, like 10 days, more or less? Mm, something like that. And Temporada Alta is like yeah, October, nothing. November, and uh, beginning of December. So um, it, it is really, it, it's huge. And it's um, it's a really, it's a highly um, awaited um, event. Um, for the people in Girona, not that we don't have uh, shows during the year as well, but of course um, you've got um, uh, things going on almost every day. And uh, people are coming from Barcelona, from France as well to see to see the shows. And the city just transforms yeah. when we have the festival. And it's Girona you know, and like Sal as well. Girona Sal, and I think they've got also uh, in other places Girona nearby Sal, villages mm -hmm. nearby. Mm -hmm. in villages, and they have something also in in, in, in uh, and, but also in uh, I think Argentina or. South America. Yes, that's right. They the do. Winter. They have like a. They have uh, exchange. Yeah, yeah. They do something over yeah. there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's in that. I think it must be in that because that I wouldn't know well, otherwise. Yes. I don't think. Have you but seen uh, any any shows yet? Mm, not yet. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to this. Uh, it's called the Omission of the Coleman Family, mm. and um, it's by um, this uh, Argentinian director Claudio Tolcachir, and it looks like this play. Mm. Is an international hit. Yeah. It has been like a huge mm. success everywhere. They mm. they've uh, staged it in Argentina mm. and um, all over the world. Um, it's a very famous mm. text, and I think uh, well with well-known actors. Mm. One uh, one of them is um, mm. what's his name? Josep? Uh, no. Your friend? Ah, Josep Julien. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Ah, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. I haven't seen him for ages, actually. I didn't know what he was doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, um, the really good actors. Okay. Well, the opening, I, I know it was a big success, uh, claimed by everybody, although it was uh, something that it was called Isabella's Room. Uh, it was a big success, a mixture of mm -hmm. uh, theater and music and all that. And that's the other thing that uh, we, it is it is local in, in many ways in terms of the people who attend uh, the shows, but in what they offer, it also has that kind of uh, mixture. You know, it's it's not only about international shows coming here and having the chance to see them, but <coughs> the, the festival is full of special productions hmm. by the festival. Yes, of that's local, true. I saw that. Of mm -hmm. local, mm -hmm. uh, you know, authors and all that. Yeah. And then, so it's 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 an interesting model. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yes. With, okay. I mean, with I'm lots of economic consequences as well. Of yeah. Because it's a big I festival, mean, bringing a lot of people. It's positive, exactly. And as you say, it lasts three months. It puts the focus on mm. on on Girona, Sal, and mm. all that. What else, you know? It's 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 a cultural event that that has all the virtues of, of 
what culture in 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 a sense should mm-hmm. you know for me it's like the only culture. time you know when when not uh, there are not the people from Girona who go to Barcelona but it's the other way around it's the other way around now Barcelona comes to uh, Girona no, that's but, nice that's nice uh, I like, like it when the, that happens yeah it's for like the only thing yeah. that have a it's like an exception no yeah. and it's good mm-hmm. to see that it is good to see I, it's good when that happens yeah because mm-hmm. these these big cities whether it's Barcelona or London or Paris whatever they dominate mm-hmm. so much that it's nice when other places get a look in mm-hmm. what else have we got in the cultural section then there's the Temporada Alta Festival that we just mentioned but can you can I say something? Yes, because of course. the first thing we have about the cultural contents of this issue is the front page. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Fantastic and the, picture. And the front page, and I, you should be congratulated because it's it's called Cultural Kaleidoscope. The whole front page is a kind of visual hmm. poem in which the sounds of the and and the the alliteration that we sometimes discuss yeah. uh, that Neil, I imagine, produced for the page and the illustration they really have a kind of dialogue and what is that amazing. photo Marcella this is great yes. audio no, isn't it this, this no, is talking this is, over no, uh, it was a really good combination between yeah. the photos and the headline and we had a yeah. long discussion about this headline it, showed, it was it um, it was a thing that came up after mm. a few of us. Well, it was brainstorming. It was brainstorming. brainstorming. When you brain, successful brainstorming. When like, you brainstorm uh, more, like, more, more. No, no, no. And when Neil said this, I said yes. This is what we wanted mm-hmm. because in, it's exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it matches. It's yeah. it's for mm-hmm. us. Because for people listening, who, who I still, if you still haven't seen it, well, first of all, go to CatalonyToday.cat, mm-hmm. the website, and you'll be able to see it there, or go and buy the magazine. But basically, it's a it's a, an image which. Which got that kaleidoscope effect, you know, where where mm-hmm. an image is segmented into sections, like you when you look down at a kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. But the image, Marcella, who who's yes, who it's did obras, that? Yes, uh, uh, on top of it, we didn't say it here, but this uh, this photo is from um, uh, an exhibition which is called Open um, Obras Obertas. Mm. Even more, it's, it's just that you know, yeah. uh, Obras Obertas is La Pedrera. It's an exhibition mm. at La Pedrera. La Pedrera, which, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see um, mm-hmm. if you want. It's Julio Le Parc, Panel de Llaminas Reflectans by Julio Le Parc, 1966. And in fact, we've got a whole uh, article on the upcoming, well, some other, a lot of them have already started, now we're in the middle of October, uh, exhibitions, no, and, and so mm-hmm. on. That's but no, but it's good, no? I, I'm very happy that Mikel wanted to uh, talk about the portal. Yeah, it's good. Yes. <laughs> well, it's nice. Um, At least somebody appreciates mm-hmm. all the hard work. <laughs> no, because it's not easy sometimes. It's sometimes very hard. I have yeah. this, this um, uh, on top of my tongue. How do you say on top of my tongue? But I yeah. can't, I can't, you know, I need some... It's inspiration. Need, need need inspiration. Then it's, yeah, this is what I wanted to say. We yeah. shouldn't forget. I mean, the uh, front page, is what, it, it's a kind of statement. Yeah, yeah. A, 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 prof- a deep statement on on the. Well, it's important. And, and it's a first impression, find, isn't yeah. it? It's a first impression. Yeah. It's, uh, um, and a lot of people will. That, when you know, the visual mirrors the, get, the, yeah. the, the 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 words and all that, you know, it's it's, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. What other art mm-hmm. stuff is going on then at in this autumn time? Well, basically, there is uh, Picasso. Picasso um, and uh, Picavia, no? We uh, yeah. also will talk about this exhibition uh, in uh, November as mm-hmm. well. 
and there's Velasquez, there's Toulouse, uh, Lautrec, and Plensa. So uh, lots, mm. lots of stuff. Talk it's about good them that all. the city gives some, you know, Plensa, who is such a, an mm. acclaimed international artist, and because mm. he's a, he's a, for people who don't know, he this Jalma is it? Jalma Plensa is a sculptor, a sculptor uh, that does okay. these um, very yeah. original sculptures that you often see in the street uh, uh, and thing. I think there's one near to Palau de la Musica, no? And the, one, one near to your Liverpool. Uh, oh yes, in, in the, in really. The, in the in the woods of uh, somewhere near Liverpool, ah. he he prepared something that was very very amazing. So what's his story, Michael? Because I I heard that he'd been uh, out away from Barcelona for a long time. He'd had success abroad, but mm. they hadn't really given him credit here. I, and exactly, now he's, he's they're making no? a more of a de big deal mm. out of him now. I always felt that that that, uh, that they I, ignored I, him a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. I think he he you know it's a, the, the, sometimes it's a typical story of artists and well in general. Almost everybody feels that <laughs> needs more recognition and yeah. all that, but that's a quite quite a special case, and I'm I'm very happy that things happen in Barcelona mm. about Jaume Plensa because my God, you know, yeah, what what is the essence and the prestige of a country, but but to have it, yeah, uh, yeah, people who are admired high achievers over, over the world. What so what does more for Catalonia, you know, yeah, than yeah. than I don't know now that. Uh, the opera singer died, uh, Montserrat Cavalier. Mm. Is is how much is it the song of uh, Montserrat Cavalier mm. with um, Freddie Mercury? Yeah, the Barcelona and song. That Barcelona. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, how much you know that represents for the image, mm. for yeah. the spirit of a city of a certain moment. Well, it gets through. To, it gets through to people who who might because mm. obviously there's people abroad who. Maybe because of mm -hmm. their own personal interest, or their level of education mm -hmm. is high, or, or they travel a lot, and so they, so mm -hmm. so for example, if I go back to England and I meet friends or friends, I get introduced to people. It's interesting because depending on how they respond to me and how they, in, how much interest they take in Catalonia where I live or whatever, mm -hmm. or Barcelona where it might be, uh, a lot of people don't know anything about it, or all they know is oh we we went on holiday there once to, mm -hmm. to Salo and that's all. Then there's other people who want to talk about the independence process. Mm -hmm. You've taken it much further, and I think something like that Montserrat Caballé thing was great because mm -hmm. it, it, it she reached people that she wouldn't know otherwise have reached because mm -hmm. of the Fred and Mary in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. There were people, for example, I almost guaranteed people in Britain who wouldn't have paid any attention to Montserrat Caballier but because mm -hmm. she was alongside Freddie Mercury and because it was the Olympics and, and sports mm -hmm. and stuff I think a but lot more people were aware of her than would have been mm -hmm. just you know uh, so it's, it's good when you get those crossovers yeah, I think exactly where and we are talking about uh, theatre art culture you know what is best for the self-esteem of a, yeah. a, a, a collectivity than, than feeling that uh, you know the prestige, yeah, yeah. Uh, the international recognition. Well, one person can. Freddie do, Mercury yeah, yeah. singing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but one person can do a lot. Look at Pep Guardiola. Pep, Pep Guardiola, Guardiola probably you know, by himself has done more mm, to promote Catalonia mm, than than all the government mm, institutions mm, put together mm, and so on. Everybody knows mm, who Pep Guardiola is, and everyone admires him. Um, mm, and they also and that's know why, the, that's the when, Catalan side of him. And that's why, when we take, for example, the case of Plenza, yes, I think it is very important that people appropriate their own artists, yeah, because you know. Uh, sometimes people say, ah, the local guy, you know, you are, yeah. you know, he's very famous in New York, but I don't care. No, no, on the contrary, mm. because uh, that has an incredible value for, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it has 
has consequences. No, it's, it's in, it's in Even political consequences in many ways, I think. But it also has to be across yeah. the board. You don't just want mm-hmm. football. You want footballers, actors. You want uh, singers. Mm-hmm. I mean, and about, you need a, mm-hmm. these high-achieving people acro- uh, yeah. across the borders. No? If you admire the things, you want to belong to that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. You want to belong. Yeah, yeah. One thing is to say, for example, mm-hmm. I remember a time, I don't know if that's still the case, but you wanted to tell everyone that you lived in Barcelona, yeah. which is different from saying, ah, one lives very well in Barcelona. Mm. It's a very pleasant city. That's, mm. that's okay. Mm. Uh, but what the, the big change is when you want to make sure that people know that you live in yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. Not only that you say, ah, it's such a pleasant It's got place. like a status symbol. See, it, it's it. very sunny yeah. and the uh, sea and it's very nice. Mm. And That's one thing. Yeah. The other thing is that you you are so proud. You're making of, a statement uh, as you well. Statement, yeah. You say, it's no, I belong simple, to that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. I, I'm I proud want to be to contaminated with, yeah. by the... You know, <laughs> well, all that well, you is. know it's going to impress the person. That's See, the thing. these things are intangible, but I, in my view, are <coughs> uh, absolutely crucial. Absolutely, for, yeah. And, and, and they have political consequences. Yeah, <coughs> totally. And anyway. No, no, you, people like these these figures, don't they, I agree totally, they, they do a hell of a lot for mm-hmm. promoting somewhere. Mm-hmm. What else have we got then? Uh, yes, that, we've got, we've got this, uh, this nice feature about mm. women filmmakers. Oh, yeah, fantastic. No? Mm. Yeah, I, I translated that, and I shouldn't say that because then people will find mistakes and blame me. <laughs> Yet it is good. Uh, it's it's more about the the lack of equality in the film industry mm. among filmmakers. That even though at the moment there's a real sort of golden age of female Catalan female mm-hmm. uh, filmmakers, there's a lot of them. Carla mm-hmm. Simon or who did a student is the is the most obvious one. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch of them at the moment. Mm-hmm. But the point that the article is making is, despite that, there's still huge inequalities in the sector, mostly because mm-hmm. of historical historical throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Although there are p- promising things as well, they mention in there. I won't explain too much because you just mm-hmm. go and read it. But the uh, is that, for example, it's interesting that now in the film schools, there's there's fifty percent fifty percent parity between uh, men and women in uh, in studying film. Mm-hmm. So this, which but suggests that it, mm-hmm. it is rectifying itself. Uh, yeah, it but is what changing. I like about these young uh, women directors, you know, it's again, it's it's the key word, talent. You know? hmm. Talent, talent makes it. Talent makes things happen in the end. Yeah. But, I mean, you uh, still you mentioned uh, still Del Norante Tres, no? Um, uh, uh, an incredibly good film, uh, memorable film, and made with, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the most simple budget of, you know, <laughs> yeah, some yeah. people getting together in, uh, and, and telling a story with a camera there. You know, it, it has to do with the talent of putting it together. And even more so if you've got a group of people, whether it's women or, or anybody else, but if you've got a, a collective, a group that that um, maybe doesn't have as much access to those resources or is mm-hmm. kept, when they do, when they are successful, their achievement's even greater because mm-hmm. they've had to overcome obstacles that maybe in this case, in this particular case, that, that maybe some male directors wouldn't have to have o- uh, overcome. Mm-hmm. So it makes that achievement even better. No? Mm-hmm. But it's still a long way to go for equality in this uh, sector. Mm-hmm. I was talking to um, to an actress the other day and to other a few directors, and they were saying that in theater and in in film, um, in uh, in the states that, and even here most uh, uh, roles okay are for men. Mm-hmm. So even um, even you know scriptwriters or authors mm-hmm. when they 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 write something mm-hmm. okay, the the main roles are for men. 
mm. and there are more roles for men than for women even mm. here you know we need mm. to we need mm. to fight mm. so yeah. it's like Mm. The offer, you know, mm. the job offer is even greater for yeah, women. Yeah. So it's more difficult for for women to 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 work. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the salaries, which are not the same. Mm. It seems okay. to me, from what the experts in that article were saying, though, it is does it seem to be? It's not like a, you know, conspiracy against women or anything. It's just simply that that's the way the industry's been up until now, and we're still paying the price for that. But it does have to change. Well, there's an organization interview with an organization, Donna's Bizuals. Which, yeah. which actually is working to, to make some of these changes. They use the example of in, in Sweden. <clears throat> in Sweden, they basically started from scratch and they started distributing, making an effort to distribute uh, mm-hmm. public money uh, for filmmakers equally. Mm-hmm. And it said, you know, in, and then they also put a, a woman in charge of the Film Institute and so on. And, and doing these proactive things very quickly mm-hmm. equalized the whole thing rather than just wait for it to happen by itself. Yeah, but in the end, the test is good films or bad films. Yeah, in the end, that's what that's the most as, important thing. As Oscar Wilde used to say, there are no moral or yeah. immoral books. There are good books or yeah, bad books. Exactly, books. Yeah. So, Stilton Norante Tres, it's made by a, directed by a woman. They are basically uh, actresses. Fantastic film. But is it any good? It, yeah. it, you know, it will, it will yeah. go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, because that, do, that does happen sometimes where I think people let their sort of uh, attitudes get, you know sort of uh, color their judgment when it, you're right at the end of the day you need to look as objectively as possible is it any good it doesn't matter the sex of the person who made it of course mm-hmm. okay let's see I, what else uh, I, found, I found uh, this interview uh, by Brad Eddington the one about Barcelona's homeless teachers very yes. very fascinating mm. yes. uh, kind of stuff it seems that the, this thing that they call street talk and this idea of Homeless people, you know, sitting in a park, becoming, uh, you know, uh, uh, doing language exchanges, like language exchanges, no, which is a lot of people use to to help get fluency in a language, and the homeless people. But suddenly, you know, if you are, if you are, if you are, no, 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 it's uh, in uh, teaching a language, Mm. teaching English in this case, or Spanish. And uh, because you you might be homeless, Mm -hmm. you might be you might not have a home, but what everybody has is a language yes of course and, yeah, and yeah. suddenly you know and, it's, and it's they have a lot value. of time as well and they have lots of time yeah, apparently yeah. and and you know suddenly you you are reminded of the basic human value you have your language and hmm. you, you change a lot it i think it's a, a, a fantastic thing well it's great because that the, the way we ignore homeless people for example is just wasted resources isn't mm-hmm. it these are obviously you know, these are just people and they can offer mm. things as well. Uh, well. Again, it's an idea. It's that, mm. that, that uh, woman, Alessandra Anzati, who uh, it's, it's, it, there is a postscript to the article. Mm. Where, uh, unfortunately, she has had to leave uh, Barcelona and all that. Mm. But, but what a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. It is a great idea. It is a great mm. idea. One of the things that was quite, I thought was quite interesting as well was the way they, they how vulnerable the the homeless people are and how mm. much they they protect them mm-hmm. by they they go through a whole series of um they've got a whole series of rules mm. and measures to make sure that no one's abusing the situation mm. or that one feels comfortable mm. and that, and so on and so forth you know and it, I felt that came through for me that just how much they seem to care about these these people mm. um which is ultimately the most important thing you know mm-hmm. um, 
get the magazine, read it, and you know, if you're interested, you, they're looking for people to help with this project because it's on hold at the moment since. Um, Lots of available, left, yeah. lots of available language stitches with lots of time to offer. What else? Well, know? in Barcelona and, and Girona and places like that, I'm sure that there's, there's plenty of language, the English language teaching. Yeah, you know, you keep practicing and all yeah, that. I mean, practice your Catalan and Spanish as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, um, you want to talk about next month? Yeah, let's let's look oh, ahead yeah. to next month because we're we're almost there now. We're in the middle of October yeah. now, and uh, we're preparing the November issue of the magazine. Uh, so yeah, we could just give people a heads up on some of the things that, that are coming up. We were saying, O'Neill, oh, that we would like to uh, to talk about uh, these wonderful uh, products that nature offers us in autumn. Hmm. Autumn. Autumn, oh, yes. yes. What a great um, autumn. season. It is a great season, yeah, it's good. It's good At one. a certain age. It's winter, I hate them. <laughs> At a certain age, one identifies with autumn. Yeah, you're in the autumn so of your years. That's from the Frank Sinatra song, isn't it? <laughs> you, are, you are in the autumn. <laughs> the of autumn your of your life. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, so we're talking basically about um, chestnuts. The protagonists are chestnuts, pumpkins, Halloween. Now we're talking about Halloween. Yeah. As the sees in Girona. Yeah. A castañada no. is the, the chestnut festival now as well. And, and, what and else? mushrooms is and massive the sweet here. Potatoes. Well, you were saying before, mm. Mikel, know about how maybe yeah. all, all countries have mushrooms, but only certain countries actually have the habit Pick or the tradition or... of picking them or hunting for them. Like yeah. Mikel is a great expert, no, in mushroom hunting. Well, I, I wouldn't really trust either. him to pick any <laughs> and then eat them. Like everyone, is it, somebody you ends know, up in hospital every year. You know, it? you know that the, there is this this expression in Catalan that the, you say, "A qué te gusta." To cut the bullet, to cut the bullet, and and mm -hmm. uh, meaning he's a, he's a bit crazy. Mm. Uh, to <coughs> cut the bullet, what is that? Touched and by and the I, it's an expression that yeah, touch. He's touched by the mushroom, mm. uh, but it seems to to fuse what is a kind of cultural passion or mm. or, or, or a or national passion. Mm. Go and picking uh, mushrooms and. Mm -hmm collecting them and then eating them yeah. and all the rest and all that. It means that he picked the wrong uh, mushrooms. But also no? mushrooms are easily so. associated with uh, hallucinations. Magic mushrooms, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to cut problems, yeah. uh, you are a bit crazy. Of course, But yeah. in this case, we are crazy not in the sense of uh, hallucinations only. The hallucination is in the passion of wanting yeah. to pick <laughs> mushrooms, uh, you know, in all the forest. The, I mean, the, uh, <coughs> last weekend, I think there were... Uh, Lots of problems in the traffic problem, traffic jams everywhere, until I discovered that the I think the whole thing, the whole problem, started with the people who were going to the Monseigne area mm. and and the northern part of Bergen. Yeah, somebody should really because of this. because of the fucking sorry bullets, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That they were all mad. Uh, but they are crazy they about it. That, oh. But they even got one of the most successful television programs yeah. on on peak time on Catalan television. Yeah. It was about mushroom hunting. It, it has something of the the call of the wild. Yeah. Jack it is a good activity because it gets you out in the wild. And, mm. and you are getting exercise, you're in beautiful surroundings, but mm. and it's exercise, but without it, you know, sprinting mm. up hills or anything. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, you're interacting with nature, mm. but it's not being hunting wild boars or something. Yeah. But then civilization uh, comes in, and then all this is transforming uh, culinary experience. Yes. It all a ends nice up, risotto you know, with that. As Josep Pla, the, the Catalan writer, used to say, this is landscape. Uh, the most beautiful landscape is landscape on uh, a plate. Mm -hmm. yeah, right, the landscape, right. The landscape is yeah. synthesized mm. on something that you finally, 
Yeah, you, you, you read the landscape in a sense, and and the, the term mushroom hunting is the right term as well because they, even though it's, they're not like you know killing animals and stuff, it's got that same feel about it. You know that you're going out with all the special equipment through this special spot that you know about, and you have to drive up there as far as you can. You have to walk for kilometers to get to this spot you're looking, and then it's they're hard to find. And when you find them, you're really excited, and then you eat them later. It is it is very much hunting, like as if it was rabbits or boar or, or whatever it might be. And you, you know? say when you mention this special spot, this can go to extremes for yeah. some people. People fight over them. Are uh, there are people who uh, think that these spots, uh, they are so secret. I have a friend, and he is married to a Catalan uh, woman. And uh, uh, this family, this Catalan family, are also crazy about bullets. No? He said to me that the first time they took him there to mushroom hunting, they asked him, to, 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 get, to, to go blindfolded. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, I mean, like and he a, was like freaking out a lot. Like in a mafia <laughs> film or something like that, where you go into a place. And then yeah. they took him there blindfolded. No. Okay. And well, this was before they got married. I think. I hope. I hope at least. <laughs> a family secret. Yes. And then when he, they eventually arrived there, they let him. See and look around. Did he have his hands tied behind Jesus. his back as well? And this is—I mean, this is not a joke. This no, happened. There, mu there must be a number of Catalans who actually die without uh, giving away the spot, the little secret. Yes, they yeah. die. You need to pass that information down to the next generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But some, some I think die without saying it. That's right. They say goodbye. And yeah, yeah. As for the mushroom, final words. As for the mushroom things. Well, We'll talk later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Here oh, are the coordinates. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a nice anecdote, which uh, which kind of um, blindfolded that to me. No, it's yeah, going, it's it tells everything. Yeah. No, it summarizes this this what you said at the beginning. No, yeah. to cut yeah. the bullet. To it's, cut it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, people go a bit crazy about mm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, funny. that's a funny yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> no, and now well, now now they got married, yeah. and I hope. Yeah, yeah. That they let him go there without being. They, they, they will enjoy an issue which it will have uh, eight pages on, on the, the, the cuisine of well we're focusing uh, as Marcella said we're focusing on the four main ones yeah. no? which is you know chestnuts mushrooms pumpkins mm -hmm. uh, and sweet potatoes mm -hmm. in, in thing, and just doing yes, and we'll talk also we'll talk to a chef and um, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll uh, Neil wants to share uh, something of his amazing experience with mushrooms in the UK, I think. I know nothing about uh, no. these at all. I, w I would be dangerous no, because I, I was, would probably I was, sort of uh, pick up poisonous ones. I, I was telling you before that some, some um, for English people or people who know England, they, these days they, they all, in, in practically all cities there is a, a chain of uh, restaurants mm. and bar and uh, places of Italian products uh, that all come from the great impact that only in the 1990s, I think, it had on the imagination of the English, the idea mm. of that mushrooms, wild mushrooms could be something to be eaten. And, and the, the key personality was an Italian man called Carlucci, uh, that is still the name of, um, I think it was Mario Carlucci, but Carlucci. And he published that uh, fantastic book, book in English called A Passion for Mushrooms. And he had a little shop in Covent Garden. It, it, you know, it, be, it started, I, I, I remember in those years seeing it 
grow, you know. It was nothing, some people, ah, that's it, and then becoming also a, a passion. So I think that now you would find a lot of your countrymen that mm. are, are uh, they have a passion for eating mushrooms. Eating them for sure. I don't but know not <laughs> a passion for picking yeah, mushrooms. Yeah. It's something typical of the English yeah, races. Yeah. They they are, have no problem in eating Indian food or whatever, as long as other people somebody cook for them. Somebody has to start and pick <laughs> them and all that. Preferably but, somebody who's... Uh, who's uh, but Catalans, we go for the, the full experience. We go to yeah, the forest, yeah, we get it, we clean it, we boom, then we eat it. The only mushroom hunter I've done is with my son. Uh, he don't do any more because he's too big now. He doesn't want to go out with me anymore. But when <laughs> he was younger, we used to go every year because we'd have in the woods around us. You'd find be able to find a few, mm. a few rubberions and seps and stuff. Yeah. But I was dependent on an eight-year-old because I couldn't tell the difference between one and another. So I'd have to call him over. Is this all right? And he'd be like, and he'd be like, yes, yes or no. Fortunately, though, one of my neighbours, he's a mad mushroom hunter and he's he's an expert so we always take uh, or at least my son used to take the mushrooms we found to him and he would always be able to say whether they were okay or not so far um, so far without any uh, mistakes and what else have we got coming up in November because we'll uh, call it a day soon but um, yeah, yeah, that's no, one of the, the that was the main thing we're going to be looking at uh, November, and, oh I yes. wanted to mention something as well to, to look out for just because I thought it was really good is um, we always have you know interesting interviews and stuff but there's an interview with a a professor of international law, an American professor called Alan yeah. Buchanan, who was visiting Catalonia, and he was in Girona and, and in Barcelona and so on. And while he was in Girona, El Punta Bui interviewed him, and we've used that, taken advantage, used that that interview. And because he's a, a professor on on in international law, he's also an expert on secession processes. So he gives his opinions on the um, the whole situation here in mm -hmm. Catalonia. And um, I thought it was a bit of a breath of fresh air because. Mm -hmm inevitably reading the Catalan press and the Spanish press, it tends to be very partisan one way or the other. Mm. And this guy's a bit more objective, um, and but also an expert So at the same time. And having both that objectivity and the expert together, I thought he had some very interesting things to say. So I would, uh, I would certainly look out for that one. Right, well, anyway, there's a couple of things for you to look forward to. Next time we do the podcast, hopefully we'll be able to talk a bit more detail about that. But look out for the magazine, catalonitoday.cat is the website. You can go there yeah. and subscribe to the magazine, see examples of uh, things we do and so on. Well, Shall we call it a day? And we'll have an interview with the new uh, head coach of L'Espanyol. Oh, yes, that's true. We'll have an interview with Ruby. That's amazing. Because right? Mikel is an Espanyol supporter <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, that, uh, no uh, no uh, one's perfect. Uh, no one, <laughs> nobody is perfect, I know. Uh, yes, a periquito. You know, we have now this slogan, which I think it's, you know, you, you have to belong to a club that generates slogans that are so fantastic. The slogan this year we have is Som Pericus. You know that Pericu yeah. Pericu is uh, the name uh, for a uh, Espanol supporter. Uh, uh, no, but Pericu uh, yeah, yeah. the Bucci. name of a bird. Mm -hmm. no? yeah, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, Som Pericus, yeah. Perque Volem. Oh, that's good. Bulem meaning because we, we want to, because we fly. which is difficult in a country where everybody is from Barca, so you have to, yeah. to go against... You have to against, make a special you effort. You have to yeah. go against the tide, otherwise, you, you, you know, when you, 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 people look down and you're yeah. thinking, oh, poor guy, he's yeah. from uh, Perico. No? <laughs> uh, but some Pericos, perque Bulem? Yeah. And, of course, there is the other sense that birds do fly. Yeah, of course. Bulem, so. Bulem. Play on Some Pericos, perque Bulem? And because we want, you know, 
yeah, what yeah. Wanted. Well, Everton have got a Such similar... a touch of class. It is great. Where can you find Whoever a came club? Up with that, did, you, did you come up with that? Touch of class. Did no, you? no, the it's club did. No? The club, the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no, I thought maybe you helped them. No. Maybe you gave them the idea. No, no, no nobody <laughs> cares. Nobody cares about me. Not <laughs> even, not even the Pericos. But uh, yeah, it's a great touch of. It's a, it's class great play on words. Yeah, yeah. It's, a fan, it's a fantastic. <laughs> and we have this uh, trainer. This is the coach who used to train some of the teams in Girona at, at some time. And I think it's amazing this year because he really makes a difference. And, You've and noticed I, the difference. I, I, absolutely. In the, you know, it's not only the result, it's the way they play. Yeah. Suddenly, you see something extraordinary, which is the, the very idea of leadership. How can suddenly the same team, the yeah, same, same players, people, yeah, yeah. with the, lit, the usual little money and, and everything, and suddenly... They not only win the games, but also they play wonderfully. What is the difference? Apparently, it's suddenly they have found someone who is inspiring them, uh, stimulating them, and this creates a group that works. You know, uh, it's so I look forward to to read the same things happened. The same things happened with my team, Everton, this year. There's a new manager, and it's pretty much the same players up until now. Anyway, they've been the same ones. Maybe one player different. And it's like a different team. It's like, but these are the same players who did nothing last season. And all of a sudden, yeah. so it has to be the manager. Yeah, yeah. And you can notice it. It's important, yeah, that leadership it's thing. It's good that yeah. Catalonia today is, is focusing on on one of the success stories of the moment in this yeah, country, yeah. which is Real Club Deportivo Español. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. In Cornellà, well, of all places. Have you ever been to the stadium? Yeah, I went it's with a, you. Didn't, oh, no, we went oh. to the, we went to, I went with you to the Olympic Stadium when they were there. I, ah, have, been yeah. to the, I have been to the stadium, but I've not seen a match there. Uh, uh, it's worthy, apart it from is good, yeah. Espanol, well, I got, the, it's the, the stadium nearest, itself is fantastic. It's the nearest shopping centre I've got. come on. Wow. Shopping Come and watch Spanish. Yeah, I would be glad. I would be glad to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they used to have a Romanian coach as well, no? At, at Not one long point? ago. A Romanian or a player, you mean? A Romanian? Ah, yes. si, 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 si. Hmm. Oh my god. My, you yeah, don't sound yeah. very impressed. No, he obviously no, wasn't. <laughs> no, but yeah, I can't, the name doesn't come. Yes, you are right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I can't remember. So we'll, uh, we'll call it a day. Please go and. Check out the website, subscribe to the, to the magazine. I'm, I guarantee you'll, there'll be something in there for you. There's something for everyone. And we'll hopefully talk to you next month when the November issue is out. Marcello, Mikel, thanks for coming in. And Great talking to you. Well, yes, the same. Well, Thank hopefully you. we can continue the conversation next month. Mm-hmm. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care with the mushrooms. Yeah, okay. be careful. Don't just eat them willy-nilly. Yeah. Do cats for <laughs>